0: Sister Kenny Alan Carr talks in his books about the film Sister Kenny. In case you haven't seen it, it was about the time when infantile paralysis, or polio, was the scourge of our children. Polio engendered the same fear as the word cancer does today. The effect of polio was not only to paralyze the legs and arms, but to distort the limbs. The established medical treatment was to put those limbs in irons and thus prevent the distortion. The result was paralysis for life. Sister Kinney believed the irons inhibited recovery and proved a thousand times over that the muscles could be re-educated so that the children could walk again. However, Sister Kinney wasn't a doctor, she was merely a nurse. How dare she dabble in a province that was confined to qualified doctors? It didn't seem to matter that Sister Kinney had found the solution to the problem and had proved her solution to be effective. The children that were treated by Sister Kinney knew she was right. So did their parents. Yet the established medical profession not only refused to adopt her methods, but actually prevented her from practicing. It took Sister Kinney twenty years before the medical profession would accept the obvious. The film was very interesting. And, no doubt, there was an element of truth. However, it was equally obvious that Hollywood had used a large portion of poetic license. Sister Kinney couldn't possibly have discovered something that the combined knowledge of medical science had failed to discover. Surely the established medical specialists weren't the dinosaurs they were being portrayed as. How could it possibly have taken them twenty years to accept the facts that were staring them in the face? They say that fact is stranger than fiction. I apologize for accusing the makers of Sister Kenny for using poetic license. Even in this so-called enlightened age of modern communications, even having access to the same, it is difficult to get the message across. The only reason that you are reading this book is because another ex-porn user has recommended it to you. Remember, I don't have the massive financial powers of popular and big institutions. Like Sister Kinney. I'm a lone individual. Like her, Alan Carr is only famous because his system works. His method is already regarded as the number one method on helping people to quit. Like Sister Kinney, he has proved his point. What good did that do? if the rest of the world was still adopting procedures which were the direct opposite to what they should be. The last sentence of this book is identical to that in the original manuscript. There is a wind of change in society. A snowball has started that I hope this book will help turn into an avalanche. From my remarks above, you might have drawn the conclusion that I am no respecter of the medical profession, nothing could be further from the truth. One of Alan Carr's sons is a doctor, and I know of no finer profession. Indeed, Allen's clinics receive more recommendations from doctors than from any other source. And surprisingly, more of his clients come from the medical profession than any other single profession. In the early years, Alan Carr was generally regarded by the doctors as being somewhere between a charlatan and a quack. Alan is no more, and his clinics don't provide services for porn sufferers, probably due to non-coverage by insurance companies. I would not know, but I can tell you that this method works. If you have doubts, please keep them, but give this hack book a try. It will give you all the numbers to the combination lock but it is important that you use the chapter numbers in the right order. You must follow the flow by going chapter to chapter and must not jump for any reasons. And you don't need to cut down or stop using porn while you are reading this book. That's right, you don't need to. Since many forum writers confuse sex and eroticism with internet porn, they haven't a clue about helping addicts to quit. Some tell what porn masturbation orgasmers already know. Porn is unhealthy and self-defeating. It never seems to occur to them that porn masturbation orgasmers do not use porn masturbation orgasms for the reasons that they shouldn't use. The real problem is to remove the reasons they have to use porn. Moderation Some forum users recommend substituting, such as porn diets. Porn masturbation orgasm once in X number of days or cutting down, having failed to cure the problem. Porn masturbation orgasmers themselves appear to have accepted that you don't get cured from addiction to a drug by turning it into a forbidden fruit. Some pickup artists, experts, say something like, Porn masturbation orgasm only once in four days. Every porn masturbation orgasmer knows that it is the one day that most porn masturbation orgasmers will do twice as many as they usually do and sometimes they close the shop to run home knowing that it is their final day of fasting and because no one likes being told what to do particularly by people who dismiss porn masturbation orgasmers as mere idiots and don't understand their problem. A pickup artist is someone who teaches men to pick up mates And a porn diet is to restrict porn masturbation orgasms to once in an X number of days. Because they don't completely understand porn masturbation orgasmers themselves, or how to make it easy for them to quit, their attitude is, try this method. If it doesn't work, try another. Can you imagine if there were 10 different ways of treating appendicitis? Nine of them cured 10% of the patients, which means they killed 90% of them, and the 10th way cured 95%. Imagine that knowledge of the 10th method had been available for free, but the vast majority of the medical profession was still recommending the other 9. There are many websites that talk about the harms of porn masturbation orgasm. You can find content that explains scientifically the harms of high-speed internet porn on the brain. There is much literature and studies of neurochemicals and the neuroplasticity of the brain and how it is affected by porn masturbation orgasm. Do they not realize that youngsters know that one look at a tube site won't kill them and that no youngster ever expects to get hooked? The link between porn and porn-induced erectile dysfunction has been established for some time now. Yet more youngsters are becoming hooked nowadays than ever before. Youngsters don't need to be preached on the harms of porn-induced erectile dysfunction, hypofrontality, dopamine surge, and the resulting cutting down of the associated dopamine receptors, etc. Young and old porn masturbation orgasmers tend to avoid such materials anyway. Practically every subscriber and reader of sites such as YBOP knows the brain science and the self-sabotage nature of porn masturbation orgasm. However, all these logical methods only make it harder to quit. The easy-peasy way is not just another method, but the only sensible method to use. I don't expect you to believe me at this stage, but by the time you have finished the book, you will understand. Even the comparatively few readers who failed said something like, I haven't succeeded yet, but your way is better than any I know of. If when you find the book, you feel that you owe me a debt of gratitude, you can more than repay that debt, not just by recommending Easy Peasy Way to your friends, but whenever you see or read an article advocating some other method, email to them asking why they aren't advocating the Easy Peasy Way. This edition of Easy Peasy Way is to give you the -the state-of-the-art technology on just how easy and enjoyable it is to quit porn masturbation orgasming. Do you have a feeling of doom and gloom? Forget it. I've achieved some marvelous things in my life. By far the greatest was to escape from the slavery of orgasm addiction. Experience the joy of being free. There is no need to feel depressed. Nothing bad is happening. On the contrary, you are about to achieve something that every porn masturbation orgasmer on the planet would love to achieve. To be free. The worst porn masturbation orgasm addict I have yet to meet. Perhaps I should begin by describing myself. I am not a doctor or a psychiatrist. My qualifications are far more appropriate. I spent 30 years of my life as a confirmed fapper. In the latter years, I used porn on a daily basis to get orgasms. During my life, I had made a great number of attempts to stop. I never got past a full week of abstinence, and I was still climbing up the wall with an annoying alarm clock beeping in my head called craving. With most porn masturbation orgasmers, on the health side, it's a question of, I'll stop before it happens to me. I had reached the stage where I knew it had caused porn-induced erectile dysfunction, hyperfrontality, or the inability to control and execute actions towards a goal, irritability, lack of energy, soulless eyes, mental dryness, stress and pain in the lower back, and genital irritations. It bothered me, but... It still didn't stop me. I felt lack of enthusiasm to go to the gym, or just a walk, even if it's sunny outside, or simple weightlifting at home, either. I had reached the stage where I gave up even trying to stop. I found excuses and substitute methods. Author's note, controlled use, safe porn, porn diet, etc., discussed later. As advocated by sexologists, forum users, and medical professionals, who have no idea of its effect on brain chemistry and who are themselves fooled by their little monster. Authors note, not the devil or Satan. We will talk about monsters later. The novelty trap and shock value provided by internet porn delivered at home with a low-risk, high-reward deal is something that they can't even think of. They are still in the static playboy era, and the younger ones have buried their heads in the sand so they can still continue to porn-masturbate an orgasm. The Porn Masturbation Orgasm Chore The worst part is it was not so much that I enjoyed the porn-masturbation orgasm. It was just doing it routinely. A chore. Like slipping down the water slides. In fact, there are brain water slides greased well by the neurochemicals, Delta-Fos-B proteins made by dopamine, which store emotion scripts for easy recall. We'll be discussing that later. A simple cue, such as a commercial, or a day-to-day stress that got relieved temporarily by porn masturbation orgasm, is all it takes to complete the ride down the waterslide. Sometime in their lives, most porn masturbation orgasmers have suffered from the illusion that they enjoy the ride, the novelty, the rush, and of course the orgasm. But I never had that illusion. I have most times detested the porn, even when I liked the orgasm. But at all times I thought a release from porn masturbation orgasm helped me to relax. It gave me courage and confidence, and I was always miserable when I tried to stop, never being able to visualize an enjoyable life without porn masturbation orgasms. And so my porn masturbation orgasm habit which had started before my marriage, stayed with me during and after my marriage was over. I had experienced porn-induced erectile dysfunction, but I blocked it out and found excuses. It happens to every man. Well, it does, of course, but it happened to me again and again. My penis. I found it difficult to get it hard when I was with a real woman. Could it be because I had habituated it to work in limp mode? Later, I found that it was hard for me to get hard even with porn. I was able to get my alcohol intake under control. Cigarettes were on and off, and I rode through divorces. The point is that I was able to go through all of them with the lowest disturbance in any random set of guys. However, I was still struggling with the occasional excesses that are inevitable with alcohol. I absolutely hated the cigarettes. I was aware of my, and the little monsters, efforts to dig a hole and hide my head in sand about my daily porn masturbation orgasm affecting my sex life. I had two incidences of porn-induced erectile dysfunction, and found substitutes in getting a fleshlight to simulate a female vagina, and also as a form of stamina training. Alan Carr I then somehow landed on the Amazon page of Alan Carr's best-seller book on How to Stop Smoking. I used it to quit my smoking by the time I had completed the reading. I felt so light and happy about quitting. How can I not be? I don't have the feelings of misery and self-sacrifice. I don't even feel the resistance to temptations that most feel, which taxes their willpower. I know I found something that will work for me. Now... Cigarettes are not the society's favorite, anyways, and it carried a social stigma, so that would be easy, right? I then challenged myself to my next problem, alcohol, where my frequent excesses were starting to bother me. I realized that I am finding excuses and minimizing my nasty and shameful drunken behaviors many times. I can also see I am using it as a crutch, and also as pleasure but more of the former. I guess that it has to do with my nature of being melancholic. And yes, I was able to kick that habit as well. I then naturally applied the same techniques on porn masturbation orgasm. With a little bit of doubt, I have to agree. But as I started to relate his method to porn masturbation orgasm, I found a lot of the big monster, not the devil or Satan brainwash, and social conditioning were pretty much the same. I later learned that the brain reacts the same in all these above cases as well, thus confirming my deduction. The important discovery that I made during this time is there is nothing called controlled use. Pangs? Never, never, never during those awful years as a porn masturbation orgasm user i thought that my life depended on this pleasure that i allowed myself in the nights and i was prepared to die rather than to be without them today when someone asks me whether i ever have the old pang, the answer is never 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 just the reverse i've had a marvelous life i have been a very lucky man but the most marvelous thing that has ever happened to me is being freed from that nightmare, that slavery of having to go through life systematically destroying my self-worth, handicapping my ability to experience natural full arousal, seeking immediate pleasures at the cost of long-term gains, and torturing myself with physical fatigue for a momentary surge. Let me make it quite clear from the beginning. I am not trying to become a mystic, I do not believe in magicians or fairies. I have a scientific brain, and I couldn't understand what appeared to me like magic. I started reading up on hypnosis and on porn masturbation orgasm. Nothing I read seemed to explain the miracle that had happened. Why had it been so ridiculously easy to stop? Whereas previously it had been weeks of black depression. It took me a long time to work it all out, basically because i was going about it back to front i was trying to work out why it had been so easy to stop whereas the real problem is trying to explain why porn masturbation orgasmers find it difficult to stop porn masturbation orgasmers talk about the terrible withdrawal pangs but when i looked back and tried to remember those awful pangs they didn't exist for me there was no physical pain it was all in the mind I am very happy in helping other people to kick the habit, and let me emphasize from the start, there is no such thing as a confirmed porn masturbation orgasm or addict. Anybody can not only stop, but find it easy to stop. It is basically fear that keeps us in the porn trap, the fear that life will never be quite as enjoyable without porn masturbation orgasm, and the fear of feeling deprived. In fact, nothing can be further from the truth. Not only is life just as enjoyable without them, but it is infinitely more so in many ways and extra health, energy, and well-being are the least of the advantages. All porn masturbation orgasmers can find it easy to stop porn, even you. All you have to do is read the rest of the book with an open mind. The more you can understand, the easier you will find it. Even if you do not understand a word, provided you follow the instructions, you will find it easy. Most important of all, you will not go through life moping for porn, masturbation, orgasm or feeling deprived. The only mystery will be why you did it for so long. Let me issue a warning. There are only two reasons for failure with my method. 1. Failure to carry out instructions. Some people find it annoying that I am so dogmatic about certain recommendations. For example, I will tell you not to try cutting down or using substitutes, porn diets, safe porn, etc. The reason why I am so dogmatic is because I know my subject. I do not deny that there are many people who have succeeded in stopping using such ruses, but they have succeeded in spite of, not because of them. There are people who can make love standing on a hammock, but it is not the easiest way. Everything I tell you has a purpose to make it easy to stop and thereby to ensure success. The numbers for opening the lock is in this book. However, there is the right order. That is to go from one chapter to the next and to avoid jumping. 2. Failure to understand Do not take anything for granted. Question not only what I tell you, but also your own views and what society has taught you about amative, propagative sex, internet porn, and carousia. For example, those of you who think it is just a habit, ask yourselves why other habits, some of them enjoyable ones, are easy to break. Yet a habit that feels awful, costs us energy and time, and kills our virility is so difficult to break. Those of you who think you enjoy porn masturbation orgasm, ask yourselves why other things in life which are infinitely more enjoyable you can take or leave. Why do you have to have the porn masturbation orgasm and panic sets in if you don't? The Easy Method The object of this book is to get you into the frame of mind in which instead of the normal method of stopping whereby you start off with the feeling that you are climbing mount everest and spend the next few weeks craving and feeling deprived you start right away with a feeling of elation as if you had been cured of a terrible disease from then on the further you go through life the more you will look at this period of time and wonder how you ever had to use any porn in the first place you will look at your other porn masturbation orgasmers with pity as opposed to envy provided that you are someone who had never got addicted you are reading for your significant other perhaps or an ex-porn masturbation orgasmer who had quit or is in the fasting days of a porn diet it is essential to not quit until you have finished the book completely this may appear to be a contradiction Later, I shall be explaining that porn does absolutely nothing for you at all. In fact, one of the many conundrums about Internet porn is that when we are actually masturbating to a porn clip, we look at it and wonder why we are doing it. It is only when we have been deprived that the craving for porn masturbation orgasm becomes precious. However, let us accept that, whether you like it or not, you believe you are hooked. When you believe you are hooked, you can never be completely relaxed or concentrate properly unless you are using porn masturbation orgasm. So do not attempt to stop porn masturbation orgasm before you have finished the whole book. This instruction to continue to masturbate using porn until you have completed the book has caused me more frustration than any other. As you read further, your desire to masturbate to porn will gradually be reduced. Do not go off half cocked this could be fatal remember all you have to do is to follow the instructions in the right order when i first started writing on forums many of the readers also quit purely because i had done it they thought if he can do it anybody can over time i managed to persuade the ones that hadn't stopped to realize just how nice it is to be free i gave my hackbook for free upon request I worked on the basis that, even if it were the most boring book ever written, they would still read it, if only because it had been written by an ex-porn masturbation orgasmer. I was surprised and hurt to learn that they hadn't bothered to finish the book.